Okay, guys, this is the Nick Fertucci show. I am Nick Fertucci, and I think it's time for another NV rant. <clears throat> it's been a while. Uh, as you know, I've uh, before uh, the Million Dollar Games, I took off a few weeks, was extremely busy. Then the WSOP came, and uh, everyone was extremely busy in the poker world. So I've been on a pretty long sabbatical, just now getting back into doing some interviews. And as you know, I've done a handful of these uh opinion pieces. I call them NV rants. I'm going to tell you this subject today, uh, and it comes from uh, a little bit of an internet beef. I'm not going to mention names, but there's a couple of trainers out there. <clears throat> One was on Twitter talking about uh, self-help. Basically, I think the, and I didn't follow this too closely. I just, I just saw the back and forth a little bit. Um, and the conversation was uh, based on somebody there, one of the one of the poker guys, one of the trainers was talking about uh, positive thinking um, and how that can help your results in poker. Uh, there was another side where they called bullshit on it and said that it's reckless and this and that. And I think there was some back and forth. And I have some thoughts on it and I wanted to give uh, those thoughts on it. I'm going to use it based on life success or business success. I'm going to put it into that box. You can you can put this in to relationships or I don't really know how poker is included in this. I think you have to be positive when you're playing poker and you have to be able to handle variance and you have to have a strong mental game. But I I being positive in poker isn't going to change card distribution. It's not going to change variance. <clears throat> and so I actually am on one side of that uh, argument, but it made me start thinking about this topic and I have a strong opinion on it. <clears throat> now, listen, towards the end of this, there's going to be some things I say that not a lot of people are going to like. They're they're going to, uh, there's there's different opinions on, on topics. I promise you there are going to be a bunch of people that will agree with it and a bunch of people that will just be really pissed off because of the stance that I take on this. Um, I know that because these discussions have come up on the internet, on Twitter, in these spaces, and we've discussed this topic kind of in a roundabout way. And, you know, half the group really agreed and the other half of the group rejected it and thought it was, you know, really narrow-minded. And um, you'll know the part when I get to it. So the, the topic here is uh, self-help. Is it true? Or is it a trap? And is there such a thing as toxic positivity, right? Because positivity is a good thing if kept in its right place, I think. And, and we'll talk about that. So <clears throat> a lot of these self-help, uh, listen, this is a billion-dollar industry between seminars, books, tapes, all sorts of stuff. So you you got, I'm not going to name any of them, but you guys know the players, the big players, the middle of the row players, but but everyone wants a piece of this because listen, it sells. It's a feel good uh, product. Who doesn't want to lean into a feel good product without a lot of work, right? And so maybe some would push back and say, well, there's work to it and that's not always taught that way, but a lot of it is. And, and you'll see that I, I have one foot in on this subject, I do think there's something very valuable with being positive. I really do, and you'll you'll understand where I place that. And then I think there's like something really reckless with um, some self help stuff. Because <clears throat> listen, here's the thing: 
I've often said this, and when I was uh, teaching and talking and doing talks and public speaking, I would say, look, having having a positive attitude and a strong mind to overcome obstacles and to stay positive and to use a technique called pattern interruption, where you take good and you replace the bad that you you have in your core and your thoughts. So I'm all for that. But I also believe that if we go to uh, a certain teaching like the secret, and I always say one line in there that always caught me as it just, it just hit me so wrong knowing anything about life. And especially after I had more life experience. And that is, I think it says somewhere in there, if you think positive, if you manifest positive thoughts, that check will show up in your mailbox. Really? Let me tell you something. There ain't no check showing up in your mailbox because you're positive. You got to fucking get off your ass and go to work to get a check to show up in your mailbox. But we'll get to that. But what I do believe is you can take some of those principles that are very valuable. Um, listen, being a positive person in a relationship or even in business is what I'm going to stick to in success. You'll attract more opportunity. You will. More people will want to work with you. Replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts and learning how to do that within yourself, again, pattern interruption, helps your mind stay fresh. Because listen, fear and anxiety and the fear of failure, that could be disabling. It really stops most people from their success. Now, there's a lot of other things that do, but but just to stay focused on this topic, um, it, it, it blocks success. So to overcome and, and have control of your mind and having a strong mind game is very essential in relationships, especially in business, if you want to be successful. But here's the problem. A lot of these folks go to self-help seminars and listen to tapes and buy all the products, and they come out just souped up, ready to go. They're on, a, they're on an emotional high, right? And that's cool. It feels good. All those cylinders are clicking, all, your, all that serotonin, it's all working. But after a couple of weeks, give or take, reality sets back in and your life sets back in and your routines set back in and all of your tendencies and your habits set back in. What, what doesn't get addressed is at the core of the issue. What's the core of the issue? What's the issues that are stopping you from having that success? It doesn't get dealt with because it's dealt with on a, on a surface emotional basis. And everything falls back kind of where it was, right? Um, I think it over, it's oversimplified. It creates anxiety in people. After they realize that it didn't fix their issue, and uh, I think it creates sometimes more harm than not and brings people to a lower place. And then you go get another shot in the arm, you read another chapter, you go to another class, you get back on top again emotionally, <clears throat> and then you hit the low again, okay? Now, I want, uh, I want you to understand that I'm not against it. I just think it's being misused and misplaced and oversold. And again, this was just from like a, a Twitter beef. And I'll just say it. It was from, uh, why not? Uh, Jonathan Little and uh, Big Bet Berkey. Okay. And actually, I'm probably on the side of BBB. Because I, I don't think that positive thinking is going to do anything but 
keep you sane when you're hitting variance and when you're getting hit by the deck in the negative way. So I think it's good that you have a strong mind game. I think it's good that you should be positive, but fucking being positive is not going to change that river. Okay. And that's just made me start thinking about this and I wanted to talk about it and that's why we're doing it. Now, I'm going to probably get into some other pieces of this that, like I said, if, if, and again, this is even going to be probably rejected as I said, but if you're soft, don't listen because I, I don't feel like I'm this new place now. I don't feel like sugarcoating my thoughts anymore. Uh, either agree with them or you don't you either like me or you don't. Um, and I'm really comfortable in this, in this spot now. And so I'm going to tell you what I think. And I know there's not one dogmatic way to think. And I am sure if I got some pushback on a particular point, I may concede it. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm not that hard headed. But I do, as someone taught me this word lately, I'm pretty based on what I think. Very, I'm very settled in how I think things work. And I come from a place of experience. I don't come from the place of a silver spoon. We'll get to that. Now, <clears throat> do I think... Again, like I said, being positive is good. Yes. Listen, people have a propensity to be negative. No doubt about it. I've, I've said this before on some podcasts. If you take a positive person and a negative person and you put them both in a room for 24 hours or 48 hours, they're both coming out negative. That's usually going to win the day. So you really have to try to protect your, your, your mind game to stay positive. Because like I said, there's something really, really great to that. If there's less anxiety, you get more opportunity. I know everyone, you know, there's a lot of thinking out there that think like there's some privilege to success. Listen, yeah, sometimes there has been. Of course, there's some people with silver spoons. There's some people born in the families that that uh, have that are privileged. But I do not believe color, race, creed. Now, let me be careful because, look, I know there's some economic challenges to certain groups. And I know it can be harder. I'm not naive. Listen, let me explain how, what I mean, okay? I don't come from a silver spoon mentioned earlier. And again, I only bring this up because I think it matters because I absolutely 1 billion percent reject victimhood. I think playing the victim, feeling like a victim, and acting like a victim is so minus EV for yourself. And you can say, oh, well, Nick, you know, you have this, you have kids, you have a business, you have wealth. Yeah, but I, I, but I, I always didn't have, never had that at the beginning. Didn't always have it. My father, when I was 10 years old, passed away. It was extremely close. It was devastating. 10 years old. Um, right after that, my mother who didn't know how to live or support herself after that or whatever you want to call it, believe it or not, had a gambling problem, would go to Gardena, California, to the Rainbow Club in the Normandy and would play low ball. She was gone almost day and night. So I was raised with literally a string and a key, one key around my neck. I don't want, I don't want your sympathy at all. I'm only telling you this because I don't come from a place, a platform where you can say I'm privileged. And probably from that experience, I had, I think they call them abandonment issues or fear of loss. My whole life, I feared loss because of what I experienced when I was a kid. Uh, didn't have money. Wasn't, look, I, I don't begrudge. That's again, victimhood. I don't begrudge my childhood. I had a roof over my head and I ate and I'm here. 
Okay. And I got a great family. It is what it is. Right. And I was able to push through it. We'll get to that. But at the same time, I've acquired these thoughts that I'm going to give you that some of you aren't going to like because of my experience and my experience was real. So I think I have a right to them. So, you know, back to the point. And again, I prefaced all that because some of the things I'm going to say at the end are going to offend some people because they're going to seem harsh or narrow-minded or white privileged, or I don't know what's out there, but we live in an extremely soft generation, which is another point I'm going to make. And a lot of people aren't going to like, um, again, back to the point, I believe you have to have a vehicle to success. So you can have a positive mind. You can have a positive mindset. You can have a program you work to work out your fear and anxiety because there's a real factor in there for a lot of people that won't try to start businesses. They won't try to do things because they are simply afraid of failure. That's a real thing that comes from anxiety. And I had it. Okay. I had it. I could go deep into that. We're not going to do it. You're going to have to trust me on it. So there's a lot of things like I, I acquired a mentor who taught me how to overcome this. So I'm a big proponent of self-help. I'm just not a big proponent of it on a basis of you just got to be positive and shit's going to happen. If anyone tells you that, run the other way because it's not your, your, your shit's not going to change. You might be a little happier in, in your shit sandwich, but not for long, okay? Um, and what I mean by a vehicle is this, whether it's real estate investing, whether it's some sort of investing or some sort of business model. You have to have a vehicle drive you to success. You can't just think positive. And I came up with a saying when I was doing a lot of teaching that is see it, believe it, map it, and execute it. So I do believe that if you have a vision, a dream, that you have to be able to, you have to, be able to see it. Like you have to see where you're going. You have to visualize your success. Like before my partner, and I can go back to you on all my businesses and different things. And I've had a lot of ups and downs. I went broke once. I had a huge emotional uh, thing happen to me in business with two best friends. Like I've had my challenges. And we'll get to that too, because most people, you know, they see successful people and they think I'm off on a tangent, but I'm not a note guy. So you're just going to have to hear me out. You know, a lot of people see success and they think it's just there. That person was meant to be successful. They have, they got lucky. They had a silver spoon. It, they don't know that a lot of successful people, self-made, of course, is what I'm speaking of, um, had probably more failures than they've had successes. They just were able to push through it, pick their, pick themselves up, dust the, uh, knock the dust off their, their pants and get back to work. That's the people that became successful. The ones that didn't are the ones that maybe didn't try or tried and couldn't handle the failure. And gave up and went back into the matrix, which I'll get to in a minute with what I believe the matrix is, the box society wants to put us in. So I don't think you could be a negative person and be in a vehicle and have as much success. So I do believe in self-help. I do believe in a positive mindset. But I do believe you have to have a plan. So when I say see it, believe it, map it, execute it, <clears throat> see it is you have to visualize where you're going. When Ryan and I, my partner, we started this business, uh, the Hustler Casino Live, it was just a thought. It was something we both saw and we, we got aligned and saw it together. And then the next step is we had to believe it. 
You had to believe that vision. You had to believe that you were going to get to that end zone. You have to believe it. Even if you fake it till you make it, you have to. If you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in your plan, you will not get there. And then map it. Map it means you have to have a plan. You can't just go out and start doing shit. You have to have a viable plan, a viable vehicle. You know, I've often said, like, you want to be an NBA basketball player, but you're 5'2 and a little overweight? No, I'm not 5'2. So I'm not talking about myself, but let's bring it back to me. I could not be a professional basketball player. I do not have the physical ability to do that. I'm not built that way. It will never happen. So I don't care how fucking positive I am or was. It's not happening. So your plan has to be real. You have to have a map. See it, believe it, map it. Now, what's executed? Executed is the old cliche, uh, take action. But it's the truth. Because if you don't take that plan that you saw, that you believed, that you mapped out, and you don't go take the first swings, the first steps, all it is is just a good thought, a good idea, a good dream. becomes nothing. So you have to, you have to, you have to execute. See it, believe it, map it, execute. Okay. All right. Um, one of the other things that I think is true is I believe that, and this goes back to positive. I believe your, your, your attitude, not your aptitude will dictate your altitude. I believe that. I believe there are a lot of intelligent people that will crush jeopardy but they can't turn it into dollars. You don't have to have the highest IQ to be successful. You can, it's helpful, but there's so many other denominators there besides that. I see a lot of people that are highly intelligent, won't name them, um, or believe they are, and haven't turned it into wild success. You may know someone like that. Um, one of the other things, you know, when you're seeing it, believing it, mapping it, execute it, is you have to get to a point. You've heard this. It's been taught in a lot of other teachings. This isn't me who created it, but absolute certainty. You have to be really certain about where you're going, what you're doing, how you're going to do it, and once you get there, what your plan is. Um, again, this is probably the part you're not going to like because I'm going to tell you what I believe. And again, this is a cursory talk. There's a lot of micro things to a lot of the macro stuff I'm going to say that I'm not going to get to. So it's a blanket macro statement that statements that I'll be making. It's not a full teaching. But the first thing I, I, I feel, and you can agree with this or you cannot, or you can just think I'm an old dinosaur and, and I'm salty or I'm judgmental or whatever, but I believe this generation has been taught or encouraged to be soft. Everybody's offended. Everybody, I, this generation, uh, there's a lot, not all, don't this, I'm not, okay, let me back that up. Many in this generation, because if you're in this new generation and you're a millennial or you're an up and comer and you're not like this, I shouldn't put you in that. But there's a lot that are very soft. They resent success, which I think is a huge mistake. What you should do is you should see success and you should figure out how to duplicate it, how to bring that success to you. You should be upset that somebody else has success and you don't. You should want to strive for that in a good, honest way. You shouldn't resent it. You should have a wealth mentality. 
You should want success for other people. You shouldn't want to deny success for other people out of jealousy or or you're taught some doctrine that success, people are successful or bad people. And I think this just goes back to this feel-good generation of uh, just if it feels good to you, oh, you shouldn't. No, if you don't want to do that, don't do it. How do you feel? Listen, fuck how you feel. Fuck how you feel. Here's what I mean. Success does not come from a desire or emotion. It comes from discipline. How many of you out there who, let's say you want to work out, you want to become buff, you want a six pack, I don't know. Do you think you're going to wake up every day with a desire? This is discipline over desire. Successful people have mastered discipline over the desire. Do you think every businessman wants to wake up and get back to the grind every day? That that salesperson wants to pick up the phone and make those 200 calls? You think there's a desire to do that every day? You think there's a desire to get your balls kicked in every day, trying to overcome obstacles in whatever business you're in? There's probably more of a desire to sleep in. There might be more of a desire to go to the beach. So I think you have to make a decision. Like if you want success, and I know now we're not just on the, the topic of positive. Is it, is it true or is it, a, is it a trap? I already told you what I thought about that and where I think you need to place it. And now I'm just going to end it with... Um, with these thoughts that again, like I said, you're just not going to like probably a lot of you, it's going to piss you off, but I just feel it needs to be said, like get out there and show up every day, put one foot in front of the other, whatever that means, make a plan, execute it, do it at whatever level. It's all relative. Success doesn't have to be multi-billionaire. It doesn't have to be a multi-millionaire. It could just be better than what you have now. And when I said matrix earlier, I believe we're in a matrix. And I believe we're in a matrix filled with a bunch of false narratives. And the matrix we're in is go to school, get a job, hump of this, do that, and whatever. Hey, we're in an economy today that you could go spend 200K or more on an education and come out and, and, and make 50,000 a year. And then you get taxed and then you have living expenses. Where the fuck are you going? Now there's nothing wrong with getting an education. Most education now is more uh, uh, beneficial if you're targeted on a certain, like if you wanna be an attorney, a doctor, that type of thing. But just to go get your bachelor's in business, go get it. I think it's amazing. I don't, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, I'm K through 12 educated but I'm not speaking from that platform. Do whatever is best for you. I just knew that I didn't fit into the matrix. I was not going to fit into the box society told me to fit in. I tried. I went to first year of college and dropped out. I'm like, no, no, what am I doing here? And I went and started a business. Wasn't the most successful business first. I had to hump grind. I'm not going to give you the micro details to it. It wasn't easy. It was scary as fuck to go outside of what everyone was telling me to do while everyone else was doing it. And that's why even with my kids, you know, I have one with a degree. 
I have another one that I don't know if she's pursuing that. I have another one that wants to go do cosmetology. All I tell them is this. Just be the best at what you do. Work hard. If you don't fit into this box, don't fit into it. But be great. Show up every day. Work harder than your competition. Let me tell you something. Businesses are successful sometimes because the product is just great. But sometimes businesses are also successful because of the grind and the people that are pushing behind it. So just to wrap it up, reject this victimhood shit that they're putting out there. We all have problems. I'm not trying to belittle yours. They may be a lot worse than mine. You may have an upbringing that 10x is what I just said worse. I am not trying to compare myself to every single person I'm talking to. I'm just trying to relay the message to you that whether it's a parents you didn't have, whether it's the support of your parents, whether you were poor, you could still be successful. We still do live in a country that gives you that opportunity. But you have to figure it out. You have to show up. You have to have massive discipline. Just if you take anything away from this talk, just know you, it's discipline over desire. If you think you're going to go become great because you have the desire every day, you're wrong. Nobody has that. And this you're really going to hate because, well, I'll say it this way. Do I think there's more important things to life than financial success? Yes, I do. My, my faith is one of them. My family is one of them. So let me preface and say that when I say this next few things, that I know there's more important things. But if you are going to build a business and you want to be great, for a certain amount of time, fuck your vacations. Fuck, I need days off. Get up, get moving, get grinding, see whatever the fuck it is, Believe whatever the fuck it is, have a plan for whatever the fuck it is, and then go do whatever the fuck it is and do your best. And when you fail, get back up and do it again. And don't listen to the naysayers, the people that don't want success for you, because there's people that aren't successful. They want to keep you down. Misery loves company. And that's another thing. Like, if anyone knows me, really knows me, not this persona that, that is out there that people think of me. I don't. I don't go by social classes. I don't, there is nobody above or less. I don't, I don't, I don't bend a knee to anybody, but at the same time, there is nobody I feel below me. I will interact, socialize, talk to help any level of status. But if you have people in your network, in your circle that are losers, but losers by their own design, and are making choices every day to stay at the bottom and are trying to keep you at the bottom and pull you down, get away. Get away. Because you get to decide at the end of the day who you are. You get to wake up every day with whatever your situation is. They don't. So discipline over desire. Show up every day. Quit being lazy. Quit making excuses. And get out there and be great. And yes, work your positivity. 
work yourself help. Just know you need to work it healthy and you need to have a plan and a vehicle to drive you there while you're doing it. That's about what I have. Um, like I said, half of you are going to really dig this. There's probably going to be a majority of you. They're going to just not like me even more. I don't care. Um, I hope something sets in. It's how I feel. And uh, I think I'm going to wrap up my rant right here. Envy out.